Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Phillies Backstage. I'm Tom Burgoyne, joined by my partner here in crime, John Brazier. How are you doing, John? I'm doing great, Tom, and very excited. Uh, and I think our f- listeners will be very excited for our guest right here, Nick Maton, who uh, came on scene last year and has become a fan favorite uh, in a very short time. So let's just get right into it. Welcome, Nick. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. <laughs> Thanks for coming up. Uh, you know, it's 1.45 on Wednesday, right? Yeah. Uh, what would you normally be doing right now? Did we pull you away from something? Uh, I usually get here like about 15 minutes ago, about 1.30, like an hour before report, and I usually go straight to the crossword. Really? <laughs> yeah. What's that all about? I just love the crossword. I picked it up this year, and huh. I'm kind of getting nasty at it. Pretty good. We, we got a little competition in the clubhouse, so you can get it done faster. And Now, is it always the same one, like USA Today? Or yeah, USA, USA Today. Today. Okay. Yeah, New York Times way too hard for yeah, us. Yeah, and well, <laughs> even the USA Today, it goes, just like, it goes Monday to harder and harder as you go. Into the week, I think, right? Yeah, for sure. I think Sunday's the hardest. Yeah. Is that now, right? Now, do you do Wordle? See, I'm addicted to Wordle. It's the first thing I do in the morning. Yeah, I'm doing Wordle, You too. do Wordle, yeah, too? Yeah, I stink Have you ever too. heard of Wordle? Yeah, I've heard of Wordle. My, uh, actually, my mom and my brothers do it. I've never gotten into it, though. I, I probably need to with my crossword addiction. You would. You would love it. Uh, I love all those Sudoku and all those different Who's ones. Who plays in the clubhouse? Um. Well, like... the. Really good people in there. Tomper. Tomper's probably. Okay. Reese is really good. Uh, Connor Brogdon's really good. But me, me, Stott, Schorber. Is Syndergaard all, playing? Because he, he, I know he's part of a book club. Uh, uh, he's, he's, he's not in there. No? He's not in there. Huh. Now, when you say good, are, is it because you fill it all out, or is it because you do it fast? Fast. Fast. Tomper and, Tomper and Reese are nasty. Like fast, meaning like 20 right. minutes? Quicker than that. Quicker than that. Yeah. Wow. Huh. I, I. I you're talking about New York Times, even USA Today. Like, I'm more like TV guy. Like, you know, who played, you know, uh, Hawkeye in MASH? Oh, Alan Alda. Like, I know that kind of information. I don't know. Nick doesn't know what Alan Alda or MASH yeah, is because he's 25 years old. Yeah, if we got that, I got no chance. <laughs> right. All right, well, let's talk about your career because you grew up in Illinois, right? Yeah. Uh, and I guess you're closer to – Where's the Major League Baseball team that's closest to you? Because Illinois is kind of in that. I grew up a Cardinals fan. Cardinals fan. Because St. Louis is closer to you than any other. Yeah, it's about an hour, hour 15. Chicago's about two and a half, three hours north. So who's your favorite? I assume you're a Cardinals fan. So who's, yeah. your, who's your favorite player on the Cardinals back then? Um, I mean, I was a big Pujols fan growing up. Uh, that whole core, like Pujols, Edmund, Scott Rowan. Yeah. I mean, 
Carpenter, all those guys. Have you been following the pool? Have you met him since you've been up? No, I haven't actually. Oh, really? I haven't, no. But I'm, I've played against him, so, I mean, that's cool to see. It's a great story in baseball now, right? I mean, well, uh, everybody's and judge for, are the two stories yeah, that are just yeah. – uh, Obviously, in the Phillies making the playoffs, hopefully, knock on wood. Yes. Uh, but Pools, I mean, that's crazy at that age, right? To, yeah. to, to have that success. It's, yeah, it's pretty crazy what he's done lately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so you played Little League. Now, I imagine, too, you're, you have an older brother yeah. who's a pitcher, right? And you were a pitcher, too, yeah. younger, right? Yeah. So what, did you ever play on the same team? Are you guys close enough in age where you played on the same team? Um, my, o- my older brother, yeah, Phil? Phil. We, uh, we played when I was a freshman, and he was – I think he was leaving – his senior year, but it was like a summer league thing, and that's the only time I ever played with him. But I've played with my my little brother, who got he's a free agent with the Rangers. Um, I played with him. He was a freshman when I was a senior, so I mean that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, a little bit of si- uh, sibling rivalry there. Yeah, or, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. awesome. And awesome. I guess you know just a house filled with baseball. I mean, did you guys go to Cardinal games or? Uh, yeah, we went uh-huh. to a lot growing up. We went mm-hmm. to a lot growing up. It was I mean that's super fun. That team was so good too. I mean. Heck, I feel like they won every single game we went to. Yeah. yeah. You know what's cool, too, that you had, you know, just this year, you had Aaron Nola face his brother, Austin mm-hmm. Nola, right? And unfortunately for us, Austin Aaron Austin Nola uh, had the game-winning hit, right? Game-winning hit on June 25th. Yeah. Now, you have an opportunity to do the uh, make a little vengeance to Aaron, right? And yeah. come up with the, you might be facing your brother in... I guess a week and a half, right? Yeah, no, that'd be that'd be super cool. That'd be super cool. I mean, we've we've all talked about it in the clubhouse too. I mean, if he comes out of the pen, he, come on. And what's your family gonna do? Uh, <laughs> you know, it's like who you root for. Uh, I don't know, but hopefully they're pulling for me. And I yeah, I would think. so. Well, let me ask you a question though, because <laughs> you got brother loyalty, you got team loyalty. Are you gonna give up? You you probably have inside information on your brother, what he throws, his tendencies. Are you giving that information to the uh, to your hitters? Oh, I, I no, assume we got we got everything. We could possibly want with information on pitchers. So I mean, we don't. What I have, what I have on, on no, him. what I what I have on him doesn't even come close to what we got on him. Okay. <laughs> right. We we got him. Now, what does he throw? What's his? Uh, he he's got this like he's kind of unique. He's got he's got high spin rate, but he's got this little cutter like rising cutter little thing he throws, and then he's got a slower curveball slider thing. So. Okay. Uh, we are actually playing uh, again. We're <coughs> recording this on Wednesday. Uh, we are playing Toronto in Game Two. Uh, and tonight's pitcher is Kevin Gosman, and that's that was your first Major League Baseball hit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the guy you're facing tonight. Do you know yet if you're in the lineup yet? Uh, don't know yet. Don't okay. Know. And what was – tell us about that. For, I mean, we'll go back into time before you got – but your first hit off Gosman, it's uh, – how much did you know about him? What what can you tell about Gosman? Well, I just knew he has a – he's got a good splitter. I mean, obviously everyone knows that about him. He's got that's – his, that's his out pitch. And uh, I remember my first at bat – I mean, I was super hyped up, you know, first at bat, and he threw me a fastball, and, and I, I got, I hit it pretty good to left center, and ended up being caught. And then my next at bat, I remember even better because uh, Mickey was in front of me hitting, and it was a big situation in the game, and he threw, he threw Mickey three straight splitters, and I mean, he, it's a nasty, like he's, it's nasty, and he swung at all three of them, and struck out, and then I come up, I'm like, okay, come on, I'm laying it off, I'm laying it off. Three straight to me. I'm out. <laughs> Nasty. But then my next at bat, that was when I got my first hit and a little bloop shot over Crawford's head. Yeah. And you got, uh, John mentioned earlier, you pitched when you were younger. Uh, did you ever, was there a point where you said, okay, I'm going to just concentrate on playing the infield and, and, and step away from the mound? Um, that After Juco. I was, okay. our, I was our, like, closer, quote, in ju- junior college. I mean, that's just because, I mean, I threw pretty hard mm-hmm. and 
after that was over, there was really no more uh, pitching unless we were getting blown out or up by a lot. Yeah. Well, Tom, yeah. he was eight and one with a point yeah. nine five ERA. I saw that. Yeah, when we were looking strike, you up. It's hundred two like, oh, strikeouts really? in fifty nine innings in high school. See, and John and I love this because it's like you know we never it had that kind of when that at JUCO. I mean, even at little league, you know, it's like we never got to that next level. So it's pretty cool to see somebody who can take it to that next level and then say, yeah, you're pitching so well. And then like, nah, I'm going to give it up. Yeah. Well, I was, <laughs> I was more of a thrower than a pitcher. I, I got just, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get some arm problems when you're doing that too. Yes. Just using absolutely no legs and all arm. Yeah. So have you told Topper that you're, you know, available? Like, I mean, obviously you've pitched in, in the major leagues so far, but like, did yeah. you, before that, were you telling him that, uh, did he know that you were a pitcher back then? Or does he assume um, I that everyone? Like, I feel like to an extent, everyone was a pitcher down there at some point. Right. I mean, yeah. everyone was the three-hole hitter at some point. And, um, I mean, we we did have a running joke go along last year. Because uh, last year I got my first outing. It was in Cincinnati. Yeah. And um, I struck out the one guy I faced. Right. So I had and did the umps check you for a substance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I had a 27K per nine. And that was just like the running joke. And then this year I go out and get shelled. So. <laughs> but that's not something like you didn't come go – to topper and say I can pitch. It's it's he kind of has a pretty good idea of yeah. who can and who can't. Yeah, but doing that, it's not really like a serious point. Like when you're throwing, you know, you're just supposed to lob it in there, throw strikes. All right, the one thing too that I that I know your nickname is Wolfie, and you have a plush Wolfie doll in your locker. How did that? Did you have that? Was that name? Were you given that nickname here, or is that something that carried from you from the minor leagues or even before that? Um, it was kind of it was kind of self proclaimed. And and um, I think it was in ju- it was in college, my first year of college at Eastern. Me and a couple of my buddies come up with nicknames, and mine was the only one that really, you know, stuck along. I was the only one that really put in the effort to keep it going. And <laughs> <laughs> as we go on through uh, uh, minor league ball, I kept it going, and everyone loved it. And then especially here, I mean, we got a lot of people with nicknames and animal names, and we have a lot of fun with it. You need a nickname. Have yeah. you ever met Randy Wolf? No, I haven't. Ah, great guy. He was, I guess, our Wolfie before you came <laughs> well, along. Well, and the, and the back then it was at the vet, and we used to have. He was the first one that started fan groups, so we had the Wolf Pack, and these guys was all. It was two families, and they'd wear wolf masks, and yep. they'd get up, and whenever Randy Wolf pitched, they'd be up there, you know, like every game. They'd every have game, you know twenty five or more people up there, and they they would do these wolf chants and howl. It was awesome. And there was a, a we game. We did a giveaway. Yeah, just before the All-Star game. You know, everybody's available to pitch. Yeah. And uh, Harry Cowles, our announcer, you know, he makes the uh, – on the radio, he says, yeah, and uh, Randy Wolf's warming up in the bullpen. And, like, the family grabbed their sheet, you know, Wolfpack sheet and their mask and got down here in time for him when he made his uh, relief appearance. You know, he, the, the Wolfpack guys are, like, oh, running man. up this, this – you know, getting yeah. into Yeah, and he was their invited spot. to one guy's wedding. And yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's pretty tight with him. But Wolfie sick. works. That's sick. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. I love it. We need the fan group. <laughs> we do. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Well, I've got a question for you. So Tom, as you know, is the best friend of the fanatic, right? And I don't know if you've ever paid attention to the uh, when... 
when Dan Baker announces the the players, he's usually in front of the visiting dugout and he imitates the player. So, for instance, Carlos Ruiz, you know, is shorter. So when Dan Baker would say, "I'm batting eighth, catcher Carlos Ruiz," and he would get down like a jockey, yeah, a <laughs> like, little bit of a, and the other players would love it because you know, and if it was uh, Ryan Howard, Ryan Howard would stick the bat, you know, straight out like he's pointing to right. center field, right? That's so right. what do you do for Nick? Uh, well, I don't. I, the fanatic does. Well, I'm sorry. What does the fanatic well, do for Nick? Nick, you, you say short. Nick's a little on the shorter side, so I think the fanatic gets down on his knees and just waves to everybody. I think you got to change that up. Well, I think <laughs> no, the fanatic now needs to change that up. Howling at the moon. Right. Yeah, yeah, there all go. right. There you go. There's yeah, that one. works. Come I like on. that. Are you going to pay attention? Now you got to pay attention yeah, now. I got to lock fanatic. in. I got to lock in now. I got to lock it in. Uh, I want to ask you about Larry Boa. Larry's one of these guys. Um, he always kind of has a favorite. It's usually an infielder. You know, and uh, did you know Larry before you, I don't know, when you, before you, you got drafted by the Phillies or as you came up through the organization, uh, did you get to know Larry a little bit? Yeah, I knew, I knew of him before, like before I got here, but um, my first big league spring training was like my first getting to know Boa and uh, he, I mean, he likes, he likes you, but he, I mean, he, <laughs> that dude got, he, we went nuts. Like he. <laughs> You worked it oh into the ground. Oh my gosh! Like ground, like I stayed back from a game and took ground balls like the whole game. It was insane. The guy's crazy. But I mean, me and him got along well. I mean, there's a lot of fire in that guy, and I appreciate that, and I like that, and uh, we just click. Yeah, look, he took uh, Jimmy Rollins under his wing yeah. uh, at an early age, and um, I, I think he appreciates guys who um, work hard and. Um, you know, you're not built like Albert Pujols or one of these guys. Like, you know, you're going to have to work to, yeah, to make it. Sure. And sure. and that's how he did it. You know, I mean, uh, to me, he's a, a Hall of Famer. Can but, you believe uh, that he never played high school baseball? He got cut every year in high school. So he, the only time he played, well, I guess he played American Legion ball, but then he went to junior college and, again, cut the whole time. And one of the Philly scouts went to go see him play and reported back, comes back in California and, and – GM said, how'd, how'd that kid Larry Boa look? It's like, I don't know. He got kicked out of both games with a doubleheader. So doesn't, oh that, doesn't that yeah, all I mean, make sense yeah, right now? it sounds like him, but now you know why he's got a little bit of fire in him. Exactly. I right. had no idea. Well, speaking of fire, too, what I love, you know, they call it the daycare, but I love the fact that you and Veerling and, and Derek Hall when he was up and all that, all the young guys we have are really, they call it the, what, the daycare, that you guys are bringing that infectious energy, not just to you guys, but to the veterans, yeah. right? So I, I think you've become an instant fan favorite all you guys become fan favorites watching you guys and start and bomb boom you know what i mean everybody is just kind of do you feel that infectious energy or are you bringing it how are you yeah i feel like that's one of the things i do well i mean whenever whatever clubhouse i'm in wherever i'm at i like to you know be loud be be crazy just like get people to loosen up a little bit because you play so much better like that you know when you're uptight you really just can't perform the way you want to and I just like I like doing that. I feel like I do that pretty well. Is that tough to do as a young player? Because you know, usually you hear that you know, don't be don't be heard. You know, just lay low in the clubhouse. But if you bring that, which brings such great you know tangibles to the club, you know what I mean. But yeah, you know, like the old school baseball would say, yeah. Larry Boa. You know, if there was a rookie that was kind of you know bringing that, he'd be like, come on, man, you're a rookie. So, yeah, but when that happens, you got to keep bringing it. You can't back down to those guys. <laughs> right. keep bringing it, and then sooner or later they'll crack. And the veterans on this team, I mean, uh, how do you feel? I mean, obviously, the young guys are doing it, but there is also a great veteran presence on this team, right? Oh, yeah. There's a couple. There's, I mean, there's a lot of great people on this team. I mean, Shorber. I mean, Shorber's the man. I mean, Harp, Casty, 
Hoskins, all these guys. We got a great group of people, and I mean, it's a good clubhouse to be in. And they're not putting you through the ringer. Now, <laughs> one maybe of the, sometimes a little bit. One other thing too is that uh, if I have this correct, when you played right field for the first time, that's the first time you've ever played right field in any organiz- any little league. Right, high yeah. school. No, I never played. Yeah, left field too. I never played. Uh, only time I played outfield was center field one game last year because last year they were it was in my putting in my ear and they kept on telling me I might go play center field. So when I got I got sent down, I played the second game with double header double header in uh, center field. So when you were put out there in right field for the first time, I mean, had you practiced at right field? Have you had, were yeah. you in your head? Were you thinking like, all right, I got to. You know, hit the cutoff guy. I got to do this, do that, right? Because you're not used to playing out there. No, I just just catch the ball. Just catch <laughs> exactly. the ball. That's all it is. It's the outfield. Yeah, yeah. Come on. But, How but, hard uh, can it be, yeah, John? You got to know the angles of the, you know, <laughs> uh, angles, schmangles. Right. Yeah, for sure. There you go. Just catch the ball. But no, I, you get a lot of work out in, in uh, BP. To shag Yeah, that's yeah. the best mm-hmm. way to do it. I mean, that's the most game like situation you can find. People can sit out there and hit you fly balls all you want, but until you take them off the bat, it's just different. All right, so it's the first time you're ever playing it. Are you nervous out there? Like, are, like, are you saying, <laughs> I don't know. Like, man, I, wasn't, I, I wasn't so much nervous. No, I wasn't really nervous. I was just once I caught the first one, I was you're fine. I was chilling. But uh, yeah, the the one in left field, the little diver, kind of boosted my confidence a lot of yeah. in outfield. So, but then then I came back in. I think they said something about it was like a ninety percent catch probability or something like that, and I dove on it. <laughs> but I'm like, there's no chance. Yeah, that's not there's right. There's no chance. How can you have right. 90% when you had to die? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. I don't believe any of that. Right. Uh, yeah, so what, what what would you say is your natural position? Um, Well, I grew up, I was always a shortstop, but now it's probably second base. Second base, okay. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. And you've had a couple uh, big games against uh, Florida's big pitcher. You've hit a couple dingers off of uh, Sandy. The only, oh, yeah. the only one in Major League Baseball to hit yeah. two home runs off Alcantara. And you know, seeing the interviews that you've, you've given Nick, you know, uh, you know, when you you hit those, I mean, I guess you're sitting fastball in those situations because the guy has such a fastball. Or uh, yeah, I mean, you got to you got to respect that. I mean, the dude mm-hmm. throws a hundred, so you can't just completely hop off the fastball and get to an off-speed pitch. But you know, I was he. I kind of thought he might do that my second time because he front hit me earlier in the game, and luckily he ended up doing it again. And uh, did you get razzed a little bit from, uh, you know, you mentioned Schwarber. I mean, he must think is his 40 uh, home run uh, season in jeopardy now that you're, you know, hitting bombs like he is? Yeah, I always tell him I'm going to catch him. (laughs) (laughs) And I love, too, how you get off to a great start. So when when you got called up, last year your debut was on April 19th, Right, you get a hit your first game. You get a hit the second game. You get three hits third game. Two hits next one. Two hits two next one. Two hits next one. So you got off on a roll. And even this year, um, same thing. You went. Uh, I guess your first start was uh, June first. Two for four with a home run. Then he goes one for two with a triple and a walk. Then he goes three for four with a home run, four RBIs. So I mean, you're you're very good as far as getting in there and doing damage right away. Is that something that's I don't know. Is it just because you're so amped up in a good way? 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, this game's all about making an impression, and you got to mm. try your hardest to be able to make one and be able to stick, and you just got to try your hardest to be able to do that. I mean, it's tough sometimes, but luckily I've been able to do it like the past two years. And you're also at home, uh, Tom. I don't know if you know he's hitting 355 at home. Nice. So that that just shows me if you got that energy and you're the crowd's feeding off you, you're feeding off the crowd, mm. right? I yeah. mean, is there something special about Citizens Bank Park? Um, I, yeah, I mean, I feel like. I feel like I play really well here. I love playing here, and there's a lot of energy, and I just, I mean, I see the ball really well here. I just, it's easy to lock in here, I think. Hmm. I like it. And how about, uh, I know you haven't uh, seen too much of the city because the season gets crazy. You're on the road, but uh, you haven't, have you gotten a chance to spend some time in the city? Um, not extensively. Mm-hmm. Um, just walked around, got a coffee here and there. Not like, haven't really checked it out big time. I've gone to the, the couple of malls around here, but that's just on an off day. We really don't have much time to do anything. You get back so late. Yeah, so you don't know. Uh, that. John will take you out. He, John knows all <laughs> yeah. the hot spots. Are you used to, John? I still do. I, do I, you? I, I hit a lot of restaurants, yeah. All right. I mean, even though I'm out in the suburbs. But I'm sure everyone asks you, what's your favorite cheesesteak, right? <laughs> we, we, we're we not going to go Well, there. we had the Flyers uh, t- yesterday. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. A lot of the Flyers took batting practice yesterday. And I was talking to um, – one of the guys, and he's like, yeah, it's like everyone always asks me, you know, oh, you're from Canada. Where's, what's your favorite cheesesteak? <laughs> and every time they show Philadelphia, whether it's Eagles game, Monday Night Football, or yeah, National Game, Phillies, showing the guys chopping up the cheesesteaks. Well, well, the fanatic tonight is uh, shooting hot dogs, yeah. and uh, I guess Rocky the Musical is in town. And so the woman who is playing Adrian uh, is going to be riding in the hot dog launcher with uh, the fanatic, but that's pretty stereotypical <laughs> yeah. too, right? It's right. like oh, Adrian, Rocky and cheesesteak. Yeah, you know. Do you ever watch the fanatic do his stuff? Do you ever do you ever pay <laughs> yeah. attention? No, I, I the four wheeler oh, gets me. It's like kind of crazy. I'm surprised there hasn't been anything like bad happen on that. All thing. right, knock on thing, wood. Thing, you never know. That thing, that thing's whipped around there. That well, you did fast. have so one one bad thing. Well, first of all, players used to steal your keys, right? Yeah, or steal the fanatic's keys. Yeah, it's still. But still also, uh, you had SpongeBob. SpongeBob one time, <laughs> one time. This is at the vet, Nick, and SpongeBob, you know, performed to the fanatic. Well, and the way he performed was uh, YMCA. The fanatic's out there with uh, Patrick and uh, the yeah. starfish, and with yeah. uh, and with uh, SpongeBob. And SpongeBob's got these really small like arms, and he can't control them. They're just they just kind of flop there. And so they when can't it, lift up. Yeah, when it came to do YMCA, you know, the fanatic was just disgusted with uh, yeah. SpongeBob that he couldn't spell out YMCA. But then we propped the. SpongeBob on the back of the Fanatics four wheeler, and he was facing the back, uh, kind of waving as best he could this is uh, at the to vet. everybody at the vet. And when the Fanatic went up that truck ramp, SpongeBob just oh, no. face planted oh, right on. No. And Fanatic didn't know because he just he drove up on the <laughs> he, ramp he just and he just kept going. And the space of SpongeBob, I think the Fanatic did hear the splat though. <laughs> and Bobby Abreu was our right fielder, and literally they had to delay the game because Bobby Abreu was laughing so hard at SpongeBob having to get basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah I couldn't get up. No, he couldn't get up. No, no, no. He was he was down for the count. Poor SpongeBob. <laughs> Why, how do we get started talking about that? I don't, I don't even know. know. I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, you ready to uh, I'm ad- ready. administer the quiz? Yes. All right. Now, Nick, I did tell you ahead of time that we have a quiz, right? Oh, let's get our theme song, John. Let me uh, let me cue up the theme song, and here it is, the John Brazier Quiz. Thanks for the visit. Let's get down to business. Now here's your chance to show how much you really know. He might get grumpy if he can't stop you with Brazier's Quiz. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hit it, John. 
All right, Nick. Ready? <laughs> so, so these are about these are about me. Yes, eight questions, and we set the bar at six. If you get six, I will put together a prize pack. And actually, and it's just because we never deliver. <laughs> I'm going to bring it down to the clubhouse right after this, right after I break this all down. All right. So all, all you got to right. do is get six. All right. You went to Glenwood High School in Chatham, Illinois, correct? Yeah. Right. Which of these celebrities did not go to Glenwood? So three of them went to Glenwood. One did not. Okay, so you just got to tell me who did not. Uh, Jason Wirth, former Phillies outfielder. Reed Detmers, uh, who uh, went there, as, he only went there his senior year, but he did go there. Uh, rap, rapper, oh, wait. So, I, guess I just gave, gave him that one. You just gave him I one just gave him that one. So I, I do that on purpose so he'd have a little better. Rap, rapper Meek Mill. Or Joshua Swickard, who played Harrison Chase on General Hospital. Well, that's an easy one. I knew all those ones. Uh, the third one. Rapper Meek yeah, Mill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, Mill. he's from Philly. He's from Strawberry Mansion. Did you say yeah. Jason Worth went there, too? Yeah. He did. How about that? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, how about that one? All right. You also went to Eastern uh, Illinois University for one year, right? Uh, before you went to Lincoln Land Community College, where Jeff Vissera went to. How about that? Yeah, one? I saw that. All right. But Eastern Illinois University, who did not, which celebrity did not go to Eastern Illinois? Okay, got it. Uh, Singer-actor Burl Ives. Now, you would probably know him as the snowman in Rudolph, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Red Reindeer. Reindeer. Absolutely. Right, so Burl Ives. Uh, singer Billy Eilish. Uh, John Malkovich, the actor. And Jimmy Garoppolo, the quarterback for the 49ers. Who did not go there? Who did not go there. So it's got to be Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish is correct. <laughs> go there. She never went to college. She's from L.A. Yeah, she dropped out. She, well, she lived with her brother. Well, and she, her... she didn't really drop out. She never went because oh. she was so successful at yeah, however, yeah, yeah. whatever age she was, 13, 14, know, 15. Writing songs in her bedroom. So, all right, you are two for two. Right. Say you're on a roll. Let's go. All right, in summer of 2016, you played for the Fayetteville Swamp Dogs. Swamp Dogs. Uh, in the collegiate summer baseball league in the coastal or the coastal plain league uh which one of these guys was not a teammate okay so it wasn't too long ago we've done this with guys i was there for like a month all right but it's fine but you, we you have a better we've done this with you have like a 75 chance. year old yeah, we, guys we guy who's 75 year old guys who had to go back in 1972 and figure out who their teammates yeah, yeah. all right so here i think you'll do fine here all right ready murphy miranda trey vickers dan lecky frankie jazirio do the first one and the third one again. All right. Murphy Miranda is the first one. Trey Vickers, Dan Lecky, and Frankie Jezioro. Is it A? Yes. Murphy Miranda. He Who's works that? in our he works in our uh, social media team. Yeah, oh, He's Murph. new. He's okay, only been yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you know. We Murph. got Murph. Yeah. You, you were on a roll. Three for three. Yeah. All right. All right. Your brother, as we talked about, is a pitcher for the Houston Astros, uh, who you might face in a week and a half or so. How many strikeouts does he have on the season? Now, I'll give you how many innings pitched, just to help you out a little bit. Uh, 58 and two-thirds innings pitched so far. So how many strikeouts does he have? 75, 50, 82, 63. It's either 75 or what's the what? You say 82? 75, 50, 82, 63. 75. 63. All right. That's a tough question. That is a tough one. Uh, All right. No. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. That's all right. You still, you, only, you still have to go. If you get three of the next four, you're good. Which Nick has the most career home runs? Okay. Which Nick has the most career home runs? Nick Markakis, Nick Johnson, Nick Castellanos, or Nick Swisher? Nick Swisher. Nick Swisher is Dang. correct. 245. Let's go. Did you know that? No. Boy. What, what would you have guessed? Um... How many does Marcakis has? That, 189. What's uh, Cassianos? Cassianos has 181. 181. So Nick Switcher has, you know, a lot. All right. All right. Uh, all right. 
Uh, did you screw up again? Yes, because I I, we, I never know what stories we're going to tell. You got this right already. So uh, it's about Larry Boa, but uh, you got that right. So now you just got to get <laughs> What was one, the question? Yeah, what was it? Uh, so you were a longtime favorite of Larry Boa, which is not true about Boa. <laughs> He never played high school. And I wrote this quiz about two weeks ago. Let's go. He never played high school baseball, which Phillies went to see him in a college game. He got thrown out of the first game. He retired with the NL record for career games at shortstop, and he played oh He played for the Phillies his entire year. How long ago did you write that quiz? Two weeks like, ago. Two weeks when when ago. I found out, we were going to get him. All right. Oh Let's go. All, All right. Go. All right. We mentioned your teammates call you Wolfie, and we talked about Randy Wolf. I had a fan group. Where did Randy play his college baseball? I know that's going to be a total guess right here. UCLA, Pepperdine. UC Irvine, University of Texas. You can use me as a, a, as a uh, lifeline. You can use Tom as a lifeline. All right, I'm going to use my lifeline. Pepperdine. Pepperdine is Bang. correct. All right. Really? I think he qualifies, right, so far? Yeah, he's qualifying. All right, then we have to just get the last one. Last See if you can get the last in. one, just for more added bonus. Uh, you know, you guys call the daycare, right? Who is the youngest player on the active roster? Do you know this? Youngest player. Who is the, the youngest player? Roster. Now, there's you know there's a lot of guys born in the same year, but it, it's the youngest player. So is it Bryson Stott, Bailey Falter, Brandon Marsh, or Donnie Sands? Oh, Donnie's a wild card. I don't know when his birthday. Dang it. I know. I know Marsh's birthday is in December, and he's 24, and that's that's older than. I mean, that's younger than Stott. And so. so then it's just Bailey Falter, and then not knowing Donnie Sands, so you gotta. Donnie Sands. Oh my gosh! Hmm. My gut's telling me to go with Donnie. No, 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 no. Never mind. It's not Donnie. It's not Donnie. It is Marsh. Did, did he just read me? Did he just read? Did I, did I give that away you somehow? My eyes. You are correct, Brandon Marsh. Brandon you are Marsh. correct. That is December, December eighteenth, nineteen ninety-seven. Nice. Uh, Falter was was in April of ninety-seven. Stott was October ninety-seven. So he's kind of close. Yeah. And then Donnie Sands was ninety-six. So he's a little older. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. You did good. How about that? Go. So and I, you're going to put something together for him? I'm going to, right when he, we hang All up right. here, I'm going to go put together a little gift bag and uh, bring it down to you. It's a beautiful go. thing. All beautiful right. thing. Uh, Nick, we know you got a game tonight. Uh, Let's do this. You should be in the lineup. I'm going to tell uh, yeah, let's Rob go down that, and talk you know, about yeah, because you, you already have your, your hit off him, so you know you can hit off him, yeah, right? Yeah, I got to get another one. And you get another one. Exactly. Right. Well, at, at double it, right? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Nick? Good luck the rest of the and season, And watch brother. for the Fanatic, because when he does your yeah, it's make sure on the I field. I think he's going to have to change it to a, a Wolfie. Uh, the debut is going to be tonight when he announces Nick Maytime. Absolutely. You're going to go out there and do the Wolf thing. So there it is. Go. I'm pumped to see it. There I'll it be is. locked in. Locked in. <laughs> All right, go. Nick, thanks again, man. Appreciate Thank it. You Great Appreciate seeing it. you. Thank and you. Uh, we'll be back right after this. Welcome to the Pants Cast, brought to you by Lululemon, a show about all things pants. My guest is Matt James, former NCAA player and Lululemon ABC pant enthusiast. Hi, great to be here. Matt, tell us all about those ABC pants. The comfort? They're like the pants I put on when I don't want to wear pants. Versatility? You could wear these pants to a wedding, but you could also wear these to a cookout. And what about style? They're like if casual and cool had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. And we're back. Philly's backstage. John, I'm digging the daycare. Yeah, you know what? I, it was uh, fun having you know Garrett Stubbs uh, yeah. early in the year and Nick. Uh, and I'd love to get you know Derek Hall and Veerling and all those guys because it's just you know he brings that infectious energy to the mm. clubhouse. 
And, you know, he's he's kind of quiet, right? He's not mm-hmm. a little quiet, but you can tell he's a lot of and fun. And competitive, too. I mean, Very when we were doing yes. quiz, it right. was like, he yeah. got one wrong. He was, like, ready to jump out that window, I think. And, and then, like, during the quiz, too, <laughs> he's looking at me, and he was he went with, remember, he went with Donnie Sands. Then he looked at me, and I guess, you know, I, maybe I should, I, I'm probably a bad yeah. poker player, because he looked at me, and he, I must have given a look like, no, exactly. that's not the right answer, and he switched right away. Yeah, that competitive spirit. Right. No wonder crosser- Boa loves him. Right, right. I right. mean, it totally makes sense. Doing the crosser puzzle, and it's not, not like whether you can fill it out. It's, like, how fast you can. So he would be really good and he would probably be one of those chess guys that likes to mm. just like the speed chess yeah, you, know, you yeah. see out in the central park yeah you know guys like don't worry about beating him i want to beat him fast and you mentioned uh you know because this first time we both we didn't i didn't know nick much before uh, our yeah. interview you know so uh but we were saying ahead of time like kind of the chase utley type and it's like when you think of uh chase was a you know they call him a dirt ball but like you know he was a, a, a gym rat if sure. a baseball you know a, a baseball rat and i think maton is like in that same mold well and they kind of have a similar swing in the sense that it's a mm. short compact swing that that when that ball goes out i mean nick mayton yeah. he has and he doesn't look it it's you know he looks well you, he called, him, you called him short too so <laughs> <laughs> Nick's yeah. on the short side he's I think not he's really <laughs> short right i, I guess we're no. short yeah no. I, I, I was looking to see whether he's going to give you the evil eye on that one he looks very young looking though. I mean, he's he's got a youthful look to him. The fanatic better do a good Wolfie impression uh, <laughs> during the uh, Dan Baker lineups right here. Cause he- hey, and we have the weekend, John. I mean, uh, obviously, uh, we gotta you know we gotta take care of the Braves. We gotta exert a little bit of revenge. I think. Yeah, uh, exactly right. So we're recording this on Wednesday. It's uh, yep. before the Toronto second game. Toronto, uh, we are uh, game and a half uh, out of the second wild card from San Diego, and we're still two and a half yeah. of the Brewers. But uh, we got to turn. We got to start winning uh, again because we're uh, we've been on a little bit of a bad streak. Now, uh, last last night we scored a lot of runs, but we also gave up. <laughs> Uh, two, tu- two touchdowns, a field goal, and a two-point conversion, maybe or something. So it's uh, you know we need to get back uh, on the winning ways, uh, and you know we need the young guys. We need guys like Nick Maton and Veerling and other guys, and and along with the veterans. Well, when we were talking at lunch today, how uh, you know there have been some other September's where it hasn't gone our way, but I think everybody feels better with this club, and because you're getting contributions up and down the lineup and off the bench. Um, you know, uh, I, I think we're well situated. Yeah, I think we got to stay healthy. And again, uh, tonight Zach Wheeler is going, so we need Zach Wheeler to. Yeah. Uh, now he's probably not going to pitch a lot of pitches. So uh, and Cindergard's going to be now in the bullpen, piggybacking uh, for tonight off uh, Zach Wheeler. So um, we'll see. I mean, I, I guess you know, now you have Eflin in the in the bullpen, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So yeah. and I guess some decisions to make. Uh, you know, next. Whatever it's gonna be, it's gonna be an interesting two two and a half weeks. It is. It's gonna be a great weekend. Uh, the last weekend's always now. Listen, we're hoping uh, the the season is gonna continue, but there's always a little bit of a uh, just a melancholy kind on that last weekend. Even though we fully expect to be continuing our season, John, but uh, certainly that feeling hits us too on Fan Appreciation Day. It's a lot of fun, you know. Uh, I guess if we're gonna post this on Thursday, you know, if, if you're out there listening, you know, and if you've never been to a Fan Appreciation Day, you got to do it uh, because we're giving out all kinds of stuff. It's crazy. There's all the prizes. Items. There's yeah, I saw the list today. It's There's crazy. There's prizes we give out, but also uh, you never know who's going to greet you at the gate. Yeah. yeah. Right? Always have you a lot of that say, going on. You don't on. know what's going on during the game. So 
Again, the last game is, we always say, full of surprises and surprises. And there is a giveaway uh, magnet, so you'll have the uh, 2023 schedule that you can put on your refrigerator, which is nice in the off season. Yep. so you can plan your vacations. And does the Fanatic know what he's going to do for his last dance? The uh, last dance. <laughs> by uh, Diana Ross. Donna Summer. Donna Summer. Diana Ross. What, what am Diana I talking about? Ross. Come on. Donna, Donna Summer. Summer. Right. Yeah, last dance. It's tradition. It's true. And who do you do with the hostesses? I think we're going to have some hostesses up there this year. Yeah, okay. with the fanatic. Yeah, he loves dancing with the hostesses. Okay, Bob Tonin can be on there too. <laughs> There'll be no Bob Tonin no. on the dugout. No, okay. no. All right. <laughs> Why Bob Tonin? I don't know. He Our likes IT music. Uh, I think professional. I think you should have Bob Tonin up there with the hostesses. Have the IT uh, department instead of the hostesses on yes. the uh, on the yes. dugout. <laughs> I think you should make that executive decision right now. I like it. <laughs> right. I like it. All right. Well, we're going to wrap this thing up, John. We're going to wrap it up. All right, good times. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we will see you next time on Phillies Backstage.